The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the guests and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the hosts and creators of this program. This is the Pet Buzz. This is the Pet Buzz. Freshly collected with news, celebrity pet gossip, and the latest pet trends. The Pet Buzz gives you the latest 411 on everything pet related. Everything pet related. Hosted by pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and Dr. Michael Fleck. And here's the Dynamic, Dynamic pet, pet Duo. Greetings from the Peppa Studios on the sunny Gulf Coast of Florida. You are listening to the Peppa's, the ultimate in pet talk radio. I want to start out by wishing you all a happy new year. Dr. Fleck and I are back in full force this year, offering you more pet news, pet product recommendations, and just great pet advice in 2021. Well, if 2020 taught us anything, we learned that we loved our pets more than ever. And we thank them for getting us through this global pandemic. But now let's kick off the show with the weekly countdown. Well, for in this segment, Dr. Fleck and I are talking with Dr. Douglas Kratt, the president of the American Veterinary Medical Association or the AVMA about pet resolutions for a new year. Three in this segment of the show in seg three we're talking with steve baker an international investigation specialist for the better business bureau and he joins us to talk about taking advantage of consumers who want to purchase four-legged friends via fraudulent pet scams you don't want to miss this segment at all and in two in this portion of the show we dish about celebrities and their pets and of course dr fleck opines in flex facts and in segment one do you need help organizing fido or felix's stuff joining us today is amy toke is the president-elect of the national association of productivity and organizing professionals that's napo talking about pet organization she is also the founder of freshly organized llc and co-host of your real your ideal podcast amy thank you for visiting with us today on the pet buzz thank you for having me hey can you tell us why we should organize our pet stuff and what is the most important rule that pet parents need to follow when pet organizing well i'm just gonna say the most important thing is to minimize the stuff that's not active Get rid of all the stuff that you're not using and just keep handy the stuff that you do use because that's going to make it easier to find what you need. And typically with pet owners, we collect a lot of things. <laughs> we just kind of keep piling it on. So if you just get rid of all the extra, it's going to be so much easier to maintain. Great idea. It is a great idea. <laughs> and especially with the new year. And yes. a lot of people don't know that this is professional organizing month. Hmm. Right, Amy? Right. Is get that, organized. Get organized. Get, yes. get organized month. So we yeah. have all these pet owners who've been accumulating a lot of stuff since the pandemic. And that's one of the big rules. Usually it's health and wellness. Now people want to declutter because they're in these homes. That's what I was going to say. Get rid of the clutter. Right. <laughs> yeah, we've been in our homes a lot lately, right? Yeah. <laughs> actually, that'll make us healthier if we get rid of the clutter. Yeah, and there's so many options of actually donating the stuff. I mean, sure. You know, so that's always a good thing. There's oh, and you can sell it now. There's all these websites like Poshmark and everything else that you can sell stuff. So it's a good time, really, in the beginning of the year to kind of get focused, get streamlined, right, Ames? Yes, completely. And if you're not quite ready to get rid of it, 
just moving the stuff that's not active out of the active area. So you might say, you know, I have all these uh, leashes and I'm not ready to get rid of it because I might get another dog and I might like one of these. So just put it away somewhere and just have your active stuff where you where you use it. Well, that brings me to my question. You know, with Christmas and Hanukkah just passing, we always have seasonal peril, seasonal beds, and of course, toys. How should we store and organize these pet items? Wash it all up and pack it away with your seasonal gear. So Christmas just happened. You have Christmas sweaters, Christmas ties, whatever you have for your pets. Wash it, stick it in with your Christmas tree and ornaments and all that stuff. So next year when you pull that stuff out, it's all right there and you don't have to maintain it the rest of the year. And you can do that for every single holiday. And, you know, I think a lot of times it's, and I'm sure you would agree, Dr. Fleck, is to kind of inventory everything. So, and have clear plastic containers so you can see what's in there. So unlike me who has, tons thousands of, of plastic containers well now i do <laughs> but in the just in the next room is my prop room and you know because of the radio show and lifestyle and the tv stuff that i do i have collected a lot of stuff and it's hard for me to get rid of it because i use it a lot and then so you know unfortunately i keep accumulating i'm trying to cut down on my accumulation but that's kind of part of it. I mean, don't laugh, Amy, but we're in the studio right here. And part of the studio has the TV aspect and the Thanksgiving setup is still there. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> that's Halloween. No, that's the day. The turkey. See the turkey? I see pumpkins. You see pumpkins. Well, it's fall. It's fall. I see. Okay. So I, I will, I will, I'll, I'll slap myself on the hand and, and, and give you the floor, Dr. Well, well, here's a question that may be really important for the health of individuals. So how should we organize our pets dry and wet food in the kitchen? And also, can you talk about the best place and how to keep pet food in the refrigerator? You know, that's a really good question, especially about the food in the refrigerator, because I work with clients a lot and you open the refrigerator and there's pet food all over. And sometimes it's covered, sometimes it's not. I think it's super important to cover it. You guys are professional. So you probably can recommend that piece, but having a, a saran wrap or uh, something to cover it so it doesn't stink up the refrigerator and um, having it all in one spot in your refrigerator is super important instead of all over. So designate a corner, um, a shelf on the door, something to contain it. And so it doesn't take over the whole refrigerator and you can find what you actually have open and use it sooner instead of it getting lost in the back of stuff. You know, and that's a good question because I know you told me a few times that you've had clients who just found, you know, they ran out of pet food and they find a, some cat food in the back that it doesn't have a lid and they feed it to the cats. And of course, the cats get sick. Yeah, I think it even happens in my household. <laughs> Honestly, he's got nothing in the refrigerator. <laughs> I mean, there's like a few uh, Coke Zeros. Oh, and pie crust for your cinnamon. Absolutely. For he likes to make the cinnamon pie crust. Like, you know, he pours cinnamon on post top. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Yum. I wouldn't give any of that to the pet. Never. Oh, uh, okay. Mm. You know, it's interesting because pet owners complain that their toys are all over their homes. And I see that not only with the pandemic, but I saw it for years before. I mean, I can tell you if I went into the Ring app right now and looked at my house, there's at least three or four stuffed animals on the living room carpet, in the dining room carpet, and there's probably one in the kitchen as well. So got any suggestions? 
pets are a lot like children. They're going to get their toys out and they're going to play with them. So that's just part of having a pet. But it's super easy to do a one minute pickup at the end of each day. So at least in the morning, you don't step on something or it's all picked up at the end of the day. And I like for dogs to have open bins so that you can just toss it in there and they can pull them out as they want to play with them. Cats are a little trickier if you can close it because they'll get everything out and <laughs> so just keep out their few that they like to play with. I mean, you can picture I, it. I'm I laughing mean, because that's what my living room looks like every day. We oh, have this giant yeah. bin and it's full of toys. And I mean, there's only a few that they really like to play with. And the rest are kind of like in there. Well, they, they, they maneuver a lot of different ones at different times. Yeah. 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 I think it's a, it's a time of the day type of toy. Amy, thank you so much for joining us and educating our listening audience. Thank you for having me. I always enjoy chatting about pets. Hey, to learn more about your organization, just visit NAPO.net. Well, everyone, that was Amy Tokas, the president-elect of the National Association of Productivity and Organizing Professionals. That's NAPO. And, of course, the founder of Freshly Organized LLC. She's in Nebraska, by the way, discussing organizing our pet stuff. Since so many people have resolutions to organize, I think this is a very helpful segment. Don't you, Dr. Absolutely. Clark? It's great. And we love having Amy here. She's been with us before. And we, I think we're going to have her back because I think when the summer comes, we're going to need some more organization. More, some more organization. Yeah, we're going to need it. Next up, Celebrity Pet Buzz, where I'm dishing about celebrity pets. And of course, our favorite Flex Facts. And later on in the show, don't miss the AVMA president talking about New Year's resolutions. This is going to be real good. So I'm kind of new here, but I've noticed a trend. My human does this funny thing where she goes around and gets all my toys and then she hides them in that basket by the door. You know, but it's always the same basket, and it's always in the, in the same place. And then she acts so surprised when I find them, but, you know, she's putting them in the same basket again. It's like, hello, that's where you put it last time. You were the worst at hide-and-go-seek. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. You are listening to The Pet Buzz with pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck. We would love to communicate with you via social media. Use the Pet Buzz social media channels on Twitter and Facebook to make a comment or ask a question. Post a picture of your pet on Instagram and tell us about his or her unique personality. You can also write to us at team at thepetbuzz.com. For more information about our show, our guests, and buzzworthy freebies, visit us at thepetbuzz.com. Does your pet have dry, flaky, and itchy skin? Do you find yourself visiting the veterinarian repeatedly because Fido or Fluffy has skin allergies or ear infections? I love animals and want my pets to be healthy. So I asked our vet who recommended EpiPet Ear Cleaner. It's super simple and it even smells good. Every week I use it on both my dog and my cat to gently remove wax and debris. <laughs> I even told my friend Aiden to try EpiPet on his dog Sophie who always had red ears. But not anymore. Now we both have happy and healthy pets. Thanks, EpiPet. Developed by a veterinarian, EpiPet is a revolutionary, high-performance skin and ear care product line made with the finest natural ingredients. EpiPet, for you and your pet, means better pet health. 
For more information, visit epi-pet.com. Thank you for joining us on the Pet Buzz in this 2021 year. The show is hosted by the dynamic duo on pet trendologist Charlotte Reed. Now let's kick off the segment with celebrity pet news. Now it's time for the celebrity buzz. It's a doggy world and we're all just living in it. It seems as if doggy. No, that's Doogie Hauser. Neil Patrick Harris welcomes golden retriever puppy named Ella to his family on Christmas. Also, Tamara Hall ended 2020 on a sad note, sharing on Instagram that she had to say goodbye to her beloved 13 year old pup may love she wrote that all dogs go to heaven and the diva will rule as she did here she said her heart is broken but she is in peace also miley cyrus is mourning the death of her beloved dog mary jane writing a lengthy statement on instagram the midnight sky singer revealed that her dog died after being diagnosed with cancer more than a year ago on a happier note goldie hawn and kurt russell are adding another furry friend to their pack it seems that Han revealed also on Instagram that the couple had welcomed a new puppy. She wrote, look what Santa rescued for me, introducing Roy Han Russell. Han captured the sweet shot, adding the hashtag good boy Roy and Jonah Hill has officially become a doggy dad. The actor announced the new addition to his family on Instagram, posting a picture of him, a photo of him with his new furry friend, a three-year-old pit bull named Fig, who he adopted from Love Leo Rescue in L.A. And news anchor Shepard Smith, formerly of Fox News and now MSNBC, added another Legato Romanalo, an Italian breed of dog that sniffs truffles to his household. Now his dog Lucia has a playmate named Lyra. I'm just curious. I know Gretchen Carlson also had a Legato Romanalo. So I wonder if there was a connection there when the two of them were working at Fox. Okay. And now what you've been waiting for? Flex Facts. Welcome to Just the Facts. Just the Facts. Fiction. Just the facts, ma'am. You want answers! I want the truth! It's gonna take long. You got the time. So, Dr. Fleck, mm-hmm. what's the topic? What are we going to talk about today? Well, it's a little bit complicated. Let me tell you a quick story of what happened to me last weekend okay. in the practice. A woman came into my Red Barn Discount Clinic in Brinkton, Florida, with her new French bulldog puppy okay okay new french bulldog puppy she only wanted a rabies shot though okay because her breeder told her and listen to this never let a vet give vaccines that's kind of strange it is totally strange but not the first time i've heard it okay so i asked her if she was planning to vaccinate the dog she said yeah but she was going to buy the shots from a local feed store is that a problem? There's issues with is the vaccination an effective and well taken care of product by the feed stores. Okay, so it sounds like there could be a few. So problems. there can be some issues with that. Okay, yes. so why explain what those issues could possibly be? But the problem with buying from perhaps a feed store or online is that you do not know if those vaccinations 
are prepared and stored well in the store. In the feedlots, that's not their priority. Right. And you're not saying that all feedlots are bad. No, you're not saying that. I'm not saying that at all. And I'm not saying that the vaccines may not be effective. Okay. Uh, but they may not be effective depending okay. upon the, the feedlot store and how the care is. Okay. Are vaccines dated? And then you have to worry about the dating of it. Is it, are these expiring? Are these close to expiration with the storage that the feedlot has done? Lots and lots and lots of questions. Okay, so they can spoil them, right? If if they pass the expiration, you can call it being spoiled. I would just call it being ineffective. Okay, so you know, it's I'm going to compare it to going to the supermarket and buying a, like something on the shelf that I didn't check the date for. Once I got it home, I checked the date and it had expired. Absolutely. So I throw it out. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So there's, I mean, not saying that all supermarkets are bad either. I'm just saying that it just so happened maybe this particular container of whatever was sitting on the shelf and nobody checked it and passed it. To See, you. you're getting that. You're okay, getting that. Totally and that's getting what we want all okay. of our, 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 our lovely pet owners. They need to get this. Okay. So you're giving me some food for thought. Okay. So, so here's my question about this. How is she, once she gets the vaccines, how is she going to give them to her dog? Does she know how to administer them? Does she know how to fill the syringe properly? And does she know where to stick the dog? What if she sticks her finger and fills her thumb with medication? I, I mean, me personally, and I'm kind of brave sometimes, I wouldn't have a clue how to do that. Well, I certainly hope she doesn't start barking or meowing <laughs> after she sticks herself. Okay. So these are really, you've really posed some really good questions. And my answer is probably not. Okay. They probably don't know. But there is more. She also told, listen to this. She also told me now she went and bought this purebred dog uh-huh. from a backyard breeder, which probably is more expensive than a reputable breeder. Okay, so she spent her own money for this. It's probably um, a few thousand dollars. Yes. But here's the kicker. She also told me that she was going to get the dog spayed from a local rescue group for free. Okay, but a lot of people do spay. And neuters. And, 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 and we, we, we care about that for those people that are indigent. We want to help those people. And for people that are rescuing a pet from the okay. shelter. So did you know that particular rescue group? Yes. Okay. That particular group encourages dog ownership for a wide variety of people. And they are known to help people who are indigent mm-hmm. because they believe pets are good for us. They are and good for us. And we know that. Right. That's what we preach every week. But if she paid like two or three thousand dollars for the sick puppy, potentially a problem. Mm-hmm. Well, we know it's going to be a problem, right? In the future, I know that from well, my then, experience as a medical person. Uh huh. She doesn't sound poor then. She may be poor now. I don't know, but she went out and purchased this dog, probably for two or three thousand okay. dollars, like you say. So by using this rescue group. It sounds like she's duping them because she's not poor if she can afford a two or $3,000 dog. And again, these things are for indigent people. Okay. All right. So don't forget that this was a purebred dog that was purchased she by this person. Right. She didn't get so a rescue. So she spent the money. Right. Yeah. She didn't get rescue money to purchase the dog. Right. And she didn't also get her purebred dog from a rescue, purebred dog rescue. No. She bought it from a breeder who indicated that veterinarians should not be administering vaccines. Yeah. Okay. So that bad information was being 
transfers it to. This is kind of re- right, the reason that you have a discount clinic to help people. This is why I have a discount clinic because I believe that vet med has gotten, you know, a little expensive. No, Some, so expensive. Well, it's gotten expensive. Mm-hmm. Some things the expenses are impossible to reduce in cost, but for these things like preventative medicine care, etc., those things can be can be challenged with with costs of of different veterinary hospitals. I mean, pet owners of all kinds use your clinic. It's not just poor people, right? Absolutely not. Everybody comes to the clinic because certainly the the cost is cost effective, but you provide a wonderful care and a wonderful treatment protocols and and wonderful health and health and your you expertise. Know, our expertise and our advice that we give them about how to care for their pet and how to care for their pet as they go along in life. And I'm going to end in this segment by saying that's all the flex facts for this week. Well. On that note, my I Like You the Week will bring you an ooh, an ah, and a God bless, so stay tuned. What would you do with two and a half more years with your dog? Two and a half more years of fetch, of walks, of love. Studies show that overweight dogs live two and a half years less on average than dogs at a healthy weight. But Slim Paws is here to help. Veterinarian recommended weight loss in one daily chew for your dog. Slim Paws, for the long, healthy life of your dog. When your doctor recommended omega fatty acids as a daily supplement, he told you that they promoted better heart, brain, skin, joint, and immune system health. Well, doesn't it make sense for your pet to have the same health benefits? EpiPet Whole Fish Treat, an all-natural smoked fish supplement, is 100% bioavailable, bringing your pets the nutrients they need to keep them healthy and happy. To order better pet health for your dog or cat, visit www.epi-pet.com. Welcome back. You're listening to the Pet Buzz, the best in pet talk radio. I'm pet trendologist Charlotte Reed. So let's talk about my I likey of the week. That's the way it has to be because that's the way I like it. It's genius. I like it. I love it so much. I like it. It's to die for. I like it. So imagine traveling around the world with your dog, sharing a canine adventure that is going to involve competing with some other dogs and their owners. Well, that's exactly what Amazon's new show, The Pack, is about. Twelve teams of dogs and their humans embark on an adventure facing challenges across multiple continents. How about that? With the $750,000 at stake, the human and dog duos must prove they have the strongest bond in the pack. Lindsay Vaughn, you know her, good looking, beautiful, former champion skier and Olympic gold medalist. Lindsay and her dog, Lucy, host the show. Check it out on Amazon.com. I'm going to tell you right now, if you're a dog owner, dog lover, you're going to love it. And you're going to love the information provided by our next guest. With the COVID-19 pandemic, there's been a dramatic increase in demand and need for pets. And with this rising demand has come a spike in, believe it or not, pet scams in which would-be pet owners are paying hundreds of dollars or more to purchase a pet that ultimately doesn't exist. So joining us today is Steve Baker, 
International Investigation Specialist for the Better Business Bureau. Steve, thank you so much for joining us today and welcome to the Pet Buzz where we are always bringing the latest news that affects pets and their people. Good to be with you. So why are online puppy scams on the rise, especially in the last year or so? Well, there are probably two or three reasons. I mean, one is that people have figured out that if they're stuck at home, they're either lonely and looking for some companionship, or if they've got a family, it's a great time to add a pet to the family while people are around to help train it. And a lot of shelters, as a result, have been very low, or some pet some shelters have had no pets whatsoever. And so people go online to, to look for pets, and that's where the scammers capture them. You know, and of course, with COVID-19, people are not working. So like Steve said, they have plenty of time on their hands. They're lonely. They can't see their friends and family. They can't travel. So alas, a great time for a pet, right? It sure is. Okay, so we mentioned scams. So where and how is most of this pet fraud occurring? This is worldwide. This has saturated the internet these days when people are looking for a pet. The first place they look today is online. Um, the crooks have just, I don't think you can do an internet search for a pet and not come across a fraudulent site. They're that common. You are really do any extensive searching, you're going to come across them. They're using stuff like Craigslist. They're on other marketplaces, even some pet rescue sites. The crooks will post an ad for pets supposedly for sale. And at times they copy the entire website of real breeders and just change the contact information. How is the fraud occurring? I mean, obviously they're posting fraudulent information. Are they not giving people their money? How, is, how are people paying? Because obviously you can't meet them these days, right? To go pick up your puppy because it's COVID. Well, that's another thing that makes the scams work because people need to see the pet in person. And because of the COVID, they use that as an excuse on why you can't see it in person. They use pictures and descriptions they've stolen elsewhere over the internet on really an industrial scale. They advertise these things, like I said, anywhere it can look. They've always got to have money. They're either for the price of the puppy, and if you send that, then there's got to be money for shipping the puppy. And if you pay that, then there's got to be special shops or a COVID-compliant crate um, that they need more money for. So the money keeps going in dribs and drabs until people finally figure out that it's a scam and stop sending money. The payment methods, they used to rely on Western Union and MoneyGram. They still do some, but more and more we've seen them go to apps like Cash App and Zelle and have people send money that way. Um, we've even recently saw one where they had somebody pay with a gift card. You can buy a gift card, read the numbers off the back of the card. The crooks can then cash that out into money. But all crooks, you got to have a way to get the money. No point in running a scam if you can't get paid. So it's a little harder for the paper trail on those. It is. It is difficult to trace these back. If it's Western Union or MoneyGram and you get hold of them right away, they will tell you where the money was actually picked up. And with that, you may be able to get surveillance video and identify somebody that's doing it. But there's a whole group of, they call them money mules around the United States that are picking up the money, taking a cut and sending part of it back to Cameroon, which is where most of these scams are organized out. Well, Steve, give me an example of a fraudulent pet scam. Sure. We had a uh, was talking to a single mom in San Francisco a couple years ago. This woman had a 10-year-old daughter. They got online, found somebody offering a free Yorkie puppy. Great description, cute photo of the thing. 
They sent money for several hundred dollars for the airfare for it. Then they needed a special crate. Then they needed more money. Eventually, this woman who was working a minimum wage job ended up losing like $983 before she figured out this was a scam. That's dreadful. Sad. Single mom, you know, they probably had the place already for the dog. The little girl probably picked out the name. It's, it's, it, people get so emotionally invested, you know, they already start, you know, you know how this is. They already start seeing their life with that dog, right, Steve? They absolutely do. And I've talked to a lot of them. It's a very sad situation. People are really broken up over it. It's bad enough to lose money you can't afford, but it's really bad when you know we really think that you've got your heart set on, on on somebody joining your family, and it just doesn't happen. Heartache. It's just a, it's undreadful. Well, anyway, if you've just joined us, we're talking with Steve Baker, an international investigation specialist. That's a great title for the Better Business Bureau about taking advantage of consumers who want to purchase a four-legged family member. So, Steve, I'm curious, are most of the fraudulent pet schemes, do they involve dogs or cats or both? Most of them are dogs. There's certainly some that are cats, kittens, particularly more exotic breeds. And for dogs, the most common are the ones they advertise are the ones they know people are most interested in getting. Yorkies, Huskies, Corgis. Frenchies? French Bulldogs, absolutely right up there at the top of the list. In addition to pets and kittens, there's also, the course, it's pretty easy if you don't actually have to have the pet. There's also, we've seen kittens. I even heard a woman in the UK who is trying to buy a kangaroo, believe it or not. And this happens with horses for considerably more money. You know, it's funny because you, you and I talk about this all the time. The more information people have, they just don't use. Right. right. And I just don't understand that. So, Steve, approximately how much have potential pet owners, consumers lost in recent years due to these fraudulent uh, scams? People are losing millions of dollars. I think it's like $3 million just reported to the Better Business Bureau for 2020. This is a worldwide fraud. We also know that most scam victims never report to the Better Business Bureau or any law enforcement. So this is, you're, you're talking, I'm sure, tens of millions of dollars lost every year. You know, we're really happy you joined us to talk about this, really, it's a disturbing topic for us. We talk about it all the time. And it is unfortunate that uh, fraudsters have to play on our simple emotions. And We appreciate you getting the words out, and we encourage all your listeners to warn their friends and neighbors and family members about this so they don't get ripped off, too. He just stole my line, but that's okay. <laughs> so this was a very enlightening interview, and I hope you, our listening audience, Share this information, just like Steve said, with friends and family, work colleagues, acquaintances, neighbors. You don't have to love them, but just share the information. <laughs> Obviously, I have a neighbor problem. Um, but anyway, I mean, I think it's so important. And I, I'm like you said, I'm glad Steve was here. And just to remind everyone, we were just speaking with specialist Steve Baker, international investigation specialist for the Better Business Bureau, who joined us to talk about how consumers are being pet scammed when they're shopping online for a puppy or a kitten. Instead, we, Dr. Fleck and I, encourage you when you want a puppy or a kitten or any other pet, maybe not a kangaroo though, No. but to utilize really reputable organizations, go to your local shelter, go to petfinder.com, utilize the akc.org, that's the American Kennel Club resources, or cfa.org, that's the Cat Fanciers Association, or even Tika, 
That's the International Cat Association to find a breeder. We want you to find the pet of your dreams. And if you do get scammed, report what happened to the organizations that Steve mentioned. We just want you to be happy and have a good relationship. We do. We do. Stay tuned. We'll be back in a flash. You are listening to The Pet Buzz with pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck. We would love to communicate with you via social media. Use The Pet Buzz social media channels on Twitter and Facebook to make a comment or ask a question. Post a picture of your pet on Instagram and tell us about his or her unique personality. You can also write to us at team at thepetbuzz.com. For more information about our show, our guests, and buzzworthy freebies, visit us at thepetbuzz.com. Tever Pet knows there's a lot in your life that you worry about. We want to make sure your pet's flea and tick protection isn't one of them. Tever Pet offers vet quality flea and tick protection that has the same active ingredients as leading brands like Canine Advantix 2 and Frontline Plus, but that cost much less, which means you can give your pet total flea protection worry-free. And the best part is you can get Tever Pet flea and tick topicals delivered right to your door when you shop on TeverPet.com. Tever Pet, helping you and your pet live your best life. I'm pet trendologist Charlotte Reed, and as I love to tell you, every week on the show, we are urban, suburban, and country. We're on 64 stations and growing all over this country, and we love pets. And of course, we always start out segment number four with global pet news. And now, pet buzz news from around the globe. Well, it seems as if we're starting out the year with a large pet food recall. Pet owners and veterinarians have been warned about recalled sport mix. Pet food products now linked to deaths of more than, get this, 70 dogs and the illnesses of 80 others. Midwestern Pet Food, based in Evansville, Indiana, is expanding its recall of dog and cat food to include all pet foods manufactured in the company's Oklahoma plant containing corn and having an expiration date on or before July 9, 2021. The recall products include, quote, unquote, 05 in the date and lot code, which identifies them as having been made in the Oklahoma plant. And this is why I tell all of you guys, keep the bags that the dog food comes in so you know the date and the batch and the lot information. The food, which is sold online by retailers nationwide, is also being investigated by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration for possibly fatal levels of aflatoxins. The company in December recalled only certain lots of its sports mix products after the death of at least 28 canines and the illnesses of eight others. Well, that was in December. Well, the Missouri Department of Agriculture tested multiple product samples and found high levels of aflatoxins, which are toxins produced by mold, which can cause death and illness in pets, according to the FDA. The toxins can be present even if there's no visible sign of mold. So that's important to know. Pets with aflatoxin poisoning may have symptoms such as sluggishness, Loss of appetite, vomiting, jaundice, yellow tint to the eyes or gums due to liver damage and diarrhea. Pets can also suffer from liver damage without showing symptoms. For customers with questions, they can reach the center staff with licensed veterinarians at 
4163 extension 455. I'm going to give that number to you one more time. If your dog is eating sport mix, you need to be concerned. So customers with questions can reach a call center staff with licensed veterinarians at 1-800-474-4163 extension 455. Or they can email info at midwesternpetfoods.com. So let's move on with our next guest. So after such an unforgettable 2020 with COVID-19, many of us have made New Year's resolutions. I know you have, Dr. Fleck, and I have. For ourselves and our work life, that report, I guess, personal well-being or, and focus on successful practices in 2021. But it's always a good idea to spread the love, which we love to do, and commit to improving the lives of our pets by maintaining their health and happiness in 2021. So joining us today on the Pet Buzz is veterinarian Dr. Douglas Kratt, the president of the American Veterinary Medical Association. He's going to give us some tips to help us as pet owners to make our pet resolutions a reality. So Dr. Kratt, Charlotte and I love to welcome you to the Pet Buzz today. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. So 2020 has been such an unpredictable year, to say the least. It sounds really boring the way you're saying it. Is it a good idea to make pet care plans with such uncertainty in the air? Oh, I definitely think so. Yeah, you know, 2020 was uh, not, it didn't follow the script that I think we had planned for it. <laughs> but, you know, that's in the past and now we're on to 2021, right? Absolutely. And I, I think the health and well-being of ourselves and our pets is important. And we need to deal the cards that we're dealt with and try not to make things worse on ourselves and, and being healthy and and having goals and resolutions, I think, is part of that. You know, and I also think like over the last few years, we've seen a lot of the same things spring up depending on where you are in the country, whether it's flooding or hurricanes or forest fires. We see those things. And just because we're dealing with the pandemic, we still can't forget those things happen. So I always think it's a good idea to plan, you know, your finances and your vet visits and everything else. But to remember, those are issues that might affect you and your community as well as the overall pet picture. Like us in Florida, we have hurricanes. Right. So you can't completely check out because of the the pandemic, right? And and Doc up in Wisconsin has big snowstorms. (laughs) We have. We've we've missed the big snowstorms so far this year. And cold weather. (laughs) We're not jealous. Okay. (laughs) So talk about why it's a good idea to start the uh, the year off with a trip to the vet. You know, so I, I tell everybody, obviously, for their pet, it, much like us, the veterinarian is part of the team, right? It's a team approach of you are with your pet all the time, but you have these great resources and the veterinarian that's been taking care of it and his team, his or her team has been taking care of your pet. They can determine what's best and what's, I guess, a custom, what would be the other words now, but customized um, for your pet's care, right? It's not a one size cookie cutter fit all. The new year kind of brings on a new hope. You know, that's where resolutions come from. Uh, so if you're going to start a new exercise routine, which is something that I did this year, um, and then my pets are going to be included with it, I want to make sure that they're healthy and then they can hold up to that part of the routine like I can. And whether that's something simple like shorter walks with their dogs, right? Or, or starting walks with their dogs, excuse me knowing that they're healthy and ready to go for it. With the cats, maybe some other interactive toys just to stimulate them. We've, a lot of us have been locked up with our pets for the past nine plus months. 
and now it's time to turn over a new leaf and and let's go attack 2021 and make it great. I like that. I do too. So two things. So I don't know if he's secretly channeling that it's January <laughs> is walk your dog month. And then I'm wondering if he got a mirror for Christmas like me, since he talked about the new exercise regime that he's on. <laughs> what about it, doctor? I don't know if it was the uh, if it was the new pair of pants I needed or if it was the <laughs> mirror. How's that? Thank you, COVID. So you got yeah. it. So you, so you got a mirror too. I have one right as I leave my my bedroom every morning that I get the uh, unpleasure of looking at myself. So all I can say is thank you, Doctor Fleck, for that great Christmas gift that you gave me. Yes, Doctor Crat. Use it. Use it. Doctor Crat and I love it. Okay. So you know, I think we can all attest that good health is definitely a priority, especially since the pandemic has affected so many of us in so many different ways and obesity and related conditions were a huge factor. They were a life and death factor this year. And I think a lot of people started looking seriously, looking at how they looked, AKA the mirror. That's why we got one and just our overall health condition. So how can we tackle this most disastrous health condition for our pets? Cause so many pets in the U S they're fat, just like their people. Honestly, so last statistics I saw is, you know, what, 67, 68% of pets are overweight to obese. Take the first step. And in the case for dogs, that is truthfully it. Go for a walk. Go for a walk a couple times a week. We're not saying that you have to go walk a marathon. Start slow and, and continue to increase it. Get out. I think that's also good for our mental health. With COVID, yep, keep your social distancing, but just start out slow and continue to do it one step at a time. And if you fall off of the bandwagon, so to speak, get back on it. It's not a one ticket event. You can get back on and keep going with it. One of the other things in my case, it's, you know, I have to tell myself to push myself away from the dinner table a little bit. Talk to your veterinarian about what good nutrition is for your pet. Are you, you might be on an excellent food, but it may not be right for the pet that, that its needs are. So talk with your veterinarian, talk with the veterinary team. They may have other suggestions for you as well. That was Dr. Douglas Kratt, the president of the American Veterinary Medical Association, discussing New Year's resolutions and medical developments for pets in 2021. Okay, everybody, that's a wrap. It's way too soon to wrap the show, especially our first show of the year. But before we go, we want to give you a preview for next week's show. So next week, we're going to talk about canine ages and stages, questions your cat would ask you, and why maintaining your dryer is so important. Yes, your dryer. Special thanks to our guests, Amy Tokas, Steve Baker, and veterinarian Dr. Douglas Kratt. And of course, we must always thank our sponsors, the Animal Medical Center of Bradenton and EpiPet, making better skin, coat, and ear care products for healthier pets everywhere. Now, if you have a question, write us at teamatthepetbuzz.com, and we will cover it on next week's show. And if you've missed any portion of this show, visit our social media channels as well as your favorite streaming channels and listen to the link podcast on Monday morning. Most importantly, we're here each week to help you take better care of your pets. Peace out and pet love. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Pet Buzz. 
The Pet Buzz is hosted by the dynamic pet duo, pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and Dr. Michael Fleck. Tune in each week for the latest 411 on everything pet related. Visit our website at www.thepetbuzz.com. Learn more about us, the show, and our guests.